and welcome to the Chronicles of the Event Ninja Season 2, Episode 1, or Episode 101, if you count it from the beginning. This is Shot by JL, aka The Ninja, and on today's podcast, I have Veronica Scallion from Veronica Scallion Photos, aka also the editor-in-chief of Cosplay Double Double Mag, uh, which I've been... Uh, participating and submitting my uh, art, uh, my photography work with several cosplayer in the last year and a half or so, um, and I probably mentioned it on several episodes of my podcast on how I utilize a lot of the submission guidelines as a way to push my work forward from cosplay photography or from just a portrait photography. So I have Veronica with me to talk about her mindset, where she came from in her photography uh, throughout 10 10 years, 10 plus years around of diving into various uh, photography methods. So basically with lighting, with working with cosplayers, working in weddings and so forth. Um, It's an interesting topic, especially from a photographer's point of view, but also if you are listening in and you are a cosplayer, um, it's also a very interesting topic on selecting um, photographers to, to work with because we are very particular in terms of our artwork. So, you know, if you take uh, my previous guest, for example, T-Dude and CyberFox007, for example, and myself, we are different type of photographers and Veronica with how she does her photography work all um, in Edmonton, Alberta, which is where she resides. It's very, very unique in her um, landscape in terms of photography work and what's not. So we'll be diving in in her background and her methodology and how she came about of creating a magazine in a digital world that we're in right now in 2021, uh, where a lot of stuff are like Kindles, you know, your iPads, your iPad mini, or even with your phone, everything is going to digital space, going backwards, uh, doing a digital print, and also launching it during uh, 2021, which wasn't easy across the world. So with that, stay tuned. And I have Veronica on the podcast this week. Hello there. Hey there. Great to be here. So for context, Veronica, you are also a photographer out there in Edmonton, and you've established uh, cosplay double double mag last year in which i was selected uh, for the first edition yeah uh, and <laughs> i and I, I also saw a lot of known uh cosplayer uh that i've uh that, that i've met worked with that also appeared in, in the magazine and everything what brought you to create a magazine that's you know there's no convention during 2020 there barely <laughs> was any convention in 2021 i was like okay and, and on top of that, a magazine, which is like going to the dodo bird, like, <laughs> like phys- physical stuff is like going to the dodo bird. Like you hear chapters and Indigo closing down, Barnes and Noble switching their e-commerce and everything, but you decide to go reverse course. And I mean, like even Amazon's reversing course too. They want to do a brick and mortar uh, type of business. And like you, you also went to reverse course. So tell me a bit how this particular adventure came about. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, 
I think like, why, why would you start a cosplay magazine in the middle of pandemic? Um, that's probably the exact reason. Because <laughs> not being able to do any photo shoots is super depressing, right? Like I think as, as photographers, like that's our creative release. And my job is really challenging. And so that prospect of like, and then it just stops and you're like, but but no. <laughs> it's kind of um, like breaking your legs, right? It's like you, yeah. you're in a cask and everything. And you're at one of those crime TV shows, like you're in a wheelchair. It's like, I see everything around me, but I can't do anything. It's like, yeah. No <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So I think the, I like, I have been published with American um, cosplay magazines before. And it like, I don't know. It started off really good because there would be like two full pages and you're like, oh my God, I'm in print. Um, for those of you who can't see the video, I just did like crazy jazz hands. I'm a hand <laughs> So like I've, I've totally had that like super excited feeling. Um, and then uh, the, the more submissions, like it kind of got smaller. Like uh, I think at one point it was like a quarter page and it's, it costs a lot to get a magazine from the States because like, mm -hmm. you know, that conversion and then like the shipping is a lot. And it like, I still had that like, yay, I'm published. But I was like, I don't think I can justify like 50, you know, like $50 for this anymore. Like, it's just, it's so expensive. Mm -hmm. um, you know, 38 US to 50 Canadian, like it's, it's a lot of money, especially if you're only yep. like in a little tiny, a uh, little bit of it. And mm -hmm. Being a photographer, I'm all about like showing off how much pixel peeping I've been doing. <laughs> so that's kind of what led to that like magazine because, you know, we still like magazines. We love having that. I'm in print. This is my physical copy. And then just focusing on like big full page so mm -hmm. we can see the, the awesomeness and not feel and sad. Especially in a digital age where like everything is in a small screen with your phone and okay, sure, we have iPads and we have 16 inches like MacBooks and I'm working with like 27 inch monitors and what's not. But holding the a physical copy um, is something. Like even though it's an eight by 10 and what, what it is, you really first and foremost appreciate megapixels that you mentioned <laughs> yeah. even though we're achieving like 50 megapixels on a d6 or whatever uh but it it is a different craft too it is um, yeah you don't you really need to think and uh, for example your submission is basically um nine to ten pictures of your best selection and as for digital photographers you're b-rolling half the time or you edit quite a lot. Like my yeah. edit likes around the 20s and 30s. But I've seen other photographers such as you're offering. You're offering like 10 edits. Yeah, like, I'm smaller. Like, <laughs> yeah. small, smaller and, and stuff like that. And I also work with different photographers too where you really need to pick what you really, really like. And that comes into the selection that with, with you and your cosplayer that you're working with. Yeah. And after that, you actually reduce it even to, to even on a smaller size because you're the editor-in-chief quote unquote uh, yeah. <laughs> which selects <laughs> the chosen uh one and 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 everything and there you go that's that's where uh, so basically it came to obviously it came to the fact that you had more time to think about and reflecting uh producing a magazine and what's not right so where do you come up with the themes oh goodness i totally get help from my sister <laughs> 
which kind of leads to how I think we've been more connected and how I've actually gone to Montreal. So she she grew up here, but then she went to uh, LaSalle for fashion marketing. <laughs> and so she still lives in Montreal. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So she is much more fashion oriented than I am. <laughs> yeah. So she's the one that's picking out the um, the quarterly team for the magazine and everything because uh, she, not quite picking it she's definitely helping me kind of decide okay. yeah because like Are, some things that she pitches you're like that's way too small for like a cosplay like mm-hmm. she was like oh what if you just had florals and i was like well that's that's not enough <laughs> like, like floral prints like no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's strictly like your 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 spring summer edition like collection and everything. But yet there's yet so much that you can do out of it. Yeah, but you could just go an extra step where it's like basically you're if you're looking at animes and you're looking at TV where the, like the cosplayer takes a reference to where mm-hmm. can you actually drop ship these particular cosplayer into these elements and everything uh, in order to produce the theme and everything. Yeah, which is something very unique because a lot of time as a photographer, you're trying to think of new creative ways to put your craft in play and everything. And yeah, I I mean, Montreal is a big city and what's not, but I've seen every every photographer every weekend uh, hover the same alleyway, hover the same (laughs) streets and uh, old port. If you visit like like where the Comic-Con was, is in the old port, Chinatown or anything. And I'm like. I'm just walking around. I'm like, yeah, I know that alley. I'm not, like last weekend, I had to do a 10 year anniversary for a few of my friends who are were my clients, and there was two alleyway, one main alleyway where every wedding and there was a wedding that portrait <laughs> of that was happening, of course, at five o'clock in the afternoon and everything. So I had to hover the other alleyway that's just right next to it, and from every 15 minutes, I would actually walk around. And I go, are they done yet? Okay, I guess not. I have to improvise. (laughs) (laughs) But as a creative, somebody from the out part, uh, which Mm -hmm. I've mentioned in my other episode, I actually appreciate a lot of your themes because it it really pushed to my creative boundary uh, where, oh, I didn't, I never thought of that. Uh, Or I knew about the like neon lights type of thing and, and stuff like that. But there's actually an entire... Uh, creative work that goes with it too uh, oh yes like, you can dive deep <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, and you're going to be partially blamed on the huge amount of equipment that i had to buy oh, <laughs> no. light modifiers gels and 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 newsstands because of it yeah. <laughs> i went from just simple umbrella to octobox and what's i'm sorry gl i gave you gas <laughs> <laughs> And people come in after I'm like, well, I, I can't do this outside. So now I have to rent a studio. Yeah. And, then, and now I, I actually have a studio that I have to rent out. And uh, there's a particular studio that I part, partner with where uh, I buy for three months. And I was on a clock of like, oh, you have 10 hours that you can use. I'm like, great. I'm forced to use the 10 hours because it doesn't roll over. So yeah. that's when I start asking people. It's like, hey, you want to shoot? And it's Slightly a bit different and everything, but after I just start getting into a niche market that makes your creative mind push the boundaries and everything, which I thank you for that, but my wallet is yeah. like a different size. <laughs> <laughs> I think when I first created the magazines, I didn't even, 
I don't think I even comprehended that this would be that would like push and inspire people. It was more like, oh, if I look back on my hoard of, you know, in hard drives, um, I could find something that fits that and that and that and that. Yeah. No. um, See, the number one thing that I always say, because what I do in my morning work is I also teach and mentor and educate a lot of my peers and, and what's not. And one thing among photographers too, we talk to each other and go, where do you grab inspiration? So my mentor, Mm -hmm. Terry, who I brought on the podcast, we discuss a lot of like um, theories on what inspires you. And he's a street photographer. He's also my buddy that we do weddings with. Yeah. Uh, But the thing is when he comes to me, what I like, how my mechanic works as I'm very scientific. I, I don't, do the left side of the brain and the right side of the brain. I'm very scientific. and Oh, the technical, he, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm very technical. Yeah. <laughs> and I memorize more on, for like, for like the example, the easy mode of the triangle. So basically the ISO, the F-stop, and the aperture yeah. and everything. So I'm usually hovering one extreme to the other. So basically it's or the 1.4 to 1.8, or like I go to like the 10 because of I need like, uh, you're, you're doing a big group and what's not, yeah. right? You need a depth of field, yeah. Yeah, you need the depth of field. You need uh, your grandpa and auntie to be in <laughs> high re- high depth and yeah. what's not. But 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 then after that, when you get into different elements, so low lights, um, mm-hmm. uh, tripods, when you're doing the, those streaks, like the, the neon streaks at night uh, yeah. where you, you're dropping your F-stop and, and you're raising your ISO and, and what's not. When he when he gives me one of those Yoda quotes and I, I looked at him like come on can you get can't you give me instructions or can't you give me it's just it's straight <laughs> and I'm always the oddball for that it's like that's why like when when I when you first invited me I I also got a since your Instagram was new and everything I was like yeah I I've seen spam before and I'm like this is original <gasps> that's right <I> know. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, I really pa- but I really paused. And after that, you got CyberFox. You got a whole bunch of them. Like, yeah. okay, let me respond. But I, I'm, I'm, I, I treat all projects just like my homework, which is like, oh great, I have two weeks left, and I go, I want to participate. <laughs> I don't know what's up. <laughs> but I made it work. But you it did. Was... It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> which again, my wallet doesn't thank you for it, but I no. thank you. For it. <laughs> Okay. But it goes back to the fact that you have the themes that you made in. Uh, so you've actually created all those themes before, right? Like when I, yeah. So when I launched it, I, I had like a conversation with my sister and I was like, okay, I need some themes. I want to do one that's very specific to cosplay and then one that's more fashion. So it's a bit more looser and organic. And it just kind of has like a, the whole theme should have an overall cohesive look, which makes laying out the two images easier. Uh, like, I try and add like, okay, if this one has really strong purple on the left, then like at least the right's gonna have some purple in there too, so it has a better flow. So yeah. in the last in the last year, which one which of the theme uh made it very difficult for you to actually pu- pick everything together? Um, Monster Mayhem. Yeah. Why? <laughs> um uh goodness they're all very different looking monsters and we didn't have as many submissions i should have saved that for like a fall issue yeah 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 well it not only that because you launched like in the summer right so the first deadline was august 20th roughly yeah uh, and, and what's not and after that following that 
it was already Halloween. So if you inserted the Halloween theme, but everybody was stuck in COVID mode, nobody's mm-hmm. gonna trick or treating was also a disaster that year. Yeah. <laughs> I would say so. Yeah, my original thought was like, okay, we can't we can't shoot, but you can look at past stuff that you've that you've done from from the year before, and then once we finally do get to shoot, you can take a look at the next ones up there. Uh, yeah, it's just awesome that people were able to shoot for it. Yeah. Uh, well, thank goodness, like uh, a lot of yeah. stuff more was more relaxed depending on the region that you were in and everything, and it does <laughs> help. Palace, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and and it also helps if you actually have the correct equipment and like have a hundred and five zoom. Yeah. Or, <laughs> and what's like it's like, yeah, yeah, don't worry, you can be across the street, the the pixels can be fine and, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was for collecting. But what about personal shooting? Like which like throughout the the themes that been published, mm-hmm. which theme to you that you've done in the past that you had a hard time? Oh goodness! To piece together. Um, for my own work. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I just. I think I would. I wouldn't have chosen it. <laughs> it was hard. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, I know. I have some themes coming up for next year. Uh, there's one that I'm super excited for. Um, it's like cosplay prom, and that one I'm like, okay, I'm gonna officially like plan a shoot for that because it's cosplay oh. prom. Like that sounds so exciting. Um, well, yeah. I I would. Well, for cosplay prom, I would just like put a like beauty and the beast type of theme in it and just get the gown rolling yeah. or it's all or about the ball gowns not. it's all about the ball gowns yeah. the, the the razzle dazzle yeah which go, actually goes in with the with your gold glitter theme that's coming up for this yeah fall season and everything i'm excited and for that one why because it's gold and it just gets to be like obnoxious <laughs> on the pages just gold everywhere <laughs> That's what I envision. Just go, 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 go. Like as as the layout artist, it's gonna be super easy. Ha ha. Go, 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 go. Um. <laughs> but uh, which brings me to one thing, which is I, I, sometimes, like in my mind, gold is pretty e- not easy, but like you can recognize gold. So basically, yeah. I think uh, like Marvel had one particular character in Guardians of Galaxy Two. She was like dressed up in like almost gold. Like, and you can put on, like, gold glitter makeup and everything. But that, mm-hmm. Brad, you also, I think one of my cosplayers also emailed you. It's like, okay, how much of the waterfall in the water context needs to happen in order for it to fit a particular theme? And you basically mentioned that uh, as long as there is some body of water, you don't need yeah. to be immersed into water, which a lot of people feared, like, oh, you need do I need to be in a bikini to qualify or like that? <laughs> yeah. And, and no. Or as a photographer, do I need to rent some underwater housing? Like that's really pricey too. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's like, Oh, I don't know if being on a magazine will count for $2,000 my camera and my insurance. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's just buy bodies of water. Cause that's always not feasible. And it's, it's always scary bringing your camera in the water. There's that. And uh, obviously, um, you got to be comfortable in what you're shooting, right? So yeah. basically, the first part, like a lot of time when you read um, some of the description or like the simple simple version of the theme, it's basically, mm-hmm. okay, be part of the, the, the water body or be like wa- like waterfalls or ponds and whatever, uh, like which is the theme's uh, splish splash and everything. Mm-hmm. And, but there was in Toronto a um, convention that was near a waterfall at a resort, basically, YetiCon. Oh, yeah. Um, 
which is much more easier to be in that particular theme. And yes. a lot of, and a lot of people are sort of thinking like, okay, do I need to be in a, a bathing suit and everything? But after that, when you when you just explain, look, no, you can't. Water bending does not need to be near a pond or like if those yeah. who watch it, Avatar. It doesn't have to just be uh, the yeah. more saucy cosplays. It, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is where I came in and I go, okay, I I, I found a waterfall mm-hmm. with my cosplayer. And I and I almost died trying to find that waterfall. It was not easy. <laughs> and it's probably <laughs> slippery nice too. <laughs> huh? And it was probably slippery rocks too. <laughs> there's there's slippery rocks and yeah. and 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 steep slope and what's not. But uh, yeah. my cost, uh, my cosplay player uh, Emily, she she found a place. She did a uh, a cosplay. Yeah. Um, with with she's done before, and I asked her where it was so we we were planning it but after that obviously i didn't want to be the first time there so i i asked one of my other friends to to just regular model with with me on that particular thing and like i forgot to bring proper shoes to it so i very so i had runners <laughs> because i because of hiking but after yeah. i go no the like it's not that steep but the thing is like i'll i'll sneakers down there wouldn't be appropriate and everything but yeah. i didn't bring fisherman's boots neither so <laughs> no galoshes yeah <laughs> no no but 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 what's so also surprising is the fact that it, it was an interesting um i would say composition in my in my perspective only because you have to work with the water you have to work with the model you have to make sure that they're comfortable and and, and you're stable and i'm and stable the, too yeah, and, and the uh, reflection from the water and it's a There's lot. reflections from water, like <laughs> yeah. all of this. It, it, you don't think of it when you're carrying it with your phone. You only think about because <laughs> a lot. I mean, iPhone 13 just got announced, and there, and, and I had actually had a discussion with one of my friends recently. Is like, I have a lot of a bunch of people that's questioning about why can't I get blue skies in my my professional photos, and I go, well, we the professional camera operates differently with the AI that's in a phone and everything, like. And then there's the yeah. post process and what's not, and and they might and, have brought a studio light out, and yeah, <laughs> they might have brought a studio light out, and uh, that will focus on the on the cosplayer on the model versus mm-hmm. having the background more dim and what's not, and it becomes complicated. It's like yes, the iPhone. That's why you pay a thousand dollars for your phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you came to Montreal. Yes. Because your sister lives here. Yeah, um, it was 2018 that I first went to Montreal Comic Con. Um, I had been doing cosplay for a while. So actually, I would say like my very first cosplay shoot, but it wasn't actually called cosplay at the time because we didn't know. It was just like, let's go into Model Mayhem and let's do some photo shoots. Okay, so that was with uh, Angela Don Treader, and that was like 2012. But it wasn't until uh, like the summer of August 2016. And I shot with uh, Miss Cheza, so at Miss.Cheza. C-H-E-Z-Z-A. Um, and she was like, yeah, you should you should be doing it. Like, this is cosplay. You should be doing more shoots. And and yeah, so I contribute her for kind of diving deep into that. Yeah, so which is why she is the very first cover. It was like, no, it has to be Miss Cheza because she, she started it all. <laughs> and that's the why on the first edition of the the magazine. Yeah. She's she's part of the cover. Yeah. yeah. Nice so tribute. very first cover. Yeah. No, um, but yeah, so I kind of got more and more into it. And I think especially when you're starting out, you see some like the really big international names and how 
it kind of looks like they're, you know, they're doing well. They're probably making some money. They're traveling a lot. And you're like, that looks pretty cool. So I was like, hey, my sister lives in Montreal. They have a really big scene there too. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I actually tried advertising, but that I got nothing. No, I got nothing. (laughs) So I actually contacted some people uh, and then we got to do some photos for free. And it was fantastic. Uh, Your Comic-Con is uh, intimidating and terrifying. (laughs) compared to alberta you guys have so many people (laughs) wait no but uh didn't uh calgary expo uh, just happen i think yeah it did i didn't go to that one it was a bit too close to uh school startup so okay yeah and comparing to that versus comic-con comic-con is more intimidating yes than calgary expo uh, 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 montreal Yeah, the amount of people. So my favorite story, well, it's favorite because it was a learning lesson. (laughs) So at the time she was peekaboo cosplay, but I think she's now Lucy Lux Couture. Uh, So I contacted her and then she had her glitter bomb, Jessica Rabbit. And so we we met at uh, the the pink trees in the event center. You can can pronounce it better because I'm Albertan and I butcher all French. I'm so sorry. Um, that's why. That's why. Yeah. So so we met there and I didn't realize that that's like we're all like the the people who haven't paid. I was just like, you're wearing pink and there's pink trees and it'll be awesome. And and then I was like, oh, where? Like she was like, well, we still have some more time. And so I asked her, where should we go and photograph? And so she said the big exhibition hall with like the floor to ceiling window. Okay. Yeah. It's called the main mezzanine. Yeah. The main uh, mezzanine. Which yeah. I was like, okay, you probably know, like, that's a good spot. And that was the most terrifying experience of my cosplay life. <laughs> because it's who's who, right? It's a who's who. And so so she's in front of me and she is amazing, like, so pro. And then there's me. And then there's, like, eight, like, pro ph- like photographers behind me. And then, like, 20 dudes. And all of those photos are garbage because I was, like, so, like, oh, my God. <laughs> It was scary. <laughs> so the was, stuff, it the, was it the uh, year that she was a mermaid? Uh, no, she was Glitter Bomb Jessica Rabbit. So it was like... Uh, oh, yeah. So, so, yeah, so, so, she had this robe and yeah, yeah. it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's what you consider intimidating because there's actually oh, yeah. like 20 photographers around you and you're just basically competing. It's like, hey, look over here. Look over here. Well, but <laughs> she was so good and she was only focusing on me. But I was just, you know, you'd only been doing it for two years. And you're like, well, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> but you've been doing photography for over 10 right yes yeah okay so you've done weddings i've done weddings and Mm -hmm. to me wedding is way more intimidating than cos than cosplay or convention and everything (laughs) i find i find but then also my approach is also different (laughs) yeah Um... i guess the anxiety around maybe it's catches up to you or something just having people watch what i do like I, you you know that there are people in the wedding that are watching but i know in my wedding contracts i state like no other photographer can be there during formals because then you have like uncle joe looking at the other person and not at you and then like i don't want to do all that head swapping and chop <laughs> you know yes 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 of yeah. course uh yeah, yeah usually i also ask like the uh, whoever that's hosting the receptions or at the church and everything to mind kindly um ipads are not accepted to be yeah. <laughs> <taking> pictures because <laughs> i don't want to yeah. see like 
uncle or auntie like with their big ipad which is their only form of of yeah camera yeah of camera uh Mm -hmm. blocking the view and 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 everything and and what's not uh we have something similar (laughs) yeah yeah unplug ceremonies if anyone out there listening is planning on getting a wedding unplug ceremonies please yes (laughs) unplug worst case scenario we know that you know it's kind of hard or whatever there is but ask um usually the maid of honor or the best man to just chime in for two seconds like please kindly reminder that the bride and groom did hire professionals and you will if you want photos to be done they're gladly poke them bring them like family pictures will gladly do them for you yeah (laughs) (laughs) just relax we got it (laughs) relax we got this psa (laughs) don't worry about it yeah so that was um your first experience but after that tell me how our conventions are like Okay, so you you met the the big monster, the Mez, and everything. you you went all three days, right? Uh, I only went one, because oh. my so I I got to go to Montreal. Well, obviously, I like I paid for that. Uh, my sister was on mat leave, so we had to we had to go expo time, but also you know she's she's got a newborn. <laughs> family, family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's family time. Of course, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> You're there to see the baby too. Okay. Yeah. So you went to the one day. You mm-hmm. you saw what Montreal Comic Con got offered in terms yeah. of cosplay uh you work with one and you contacted her and and, and what's not and you discovered that we're a bunch of sa- savages in, in the mez uh, in, in the mez yeah i would never shoot in the mez ever again <laughs> that's just me but yeah i, I did work, get to work with uh jessica harkonnen and then mm-hmm. i contacted uh he goes by captain underscore mcfly i think he's, he's like a local larper and cool. That one was just more in Edmonton. It's definitely very female dominated, and so I was like, "It'd be really go- cool to get you know more dudes in my profiles or my profile, my my portfolio." Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's. But you said that advertising that you were coming in and doing. I was surprised that uh, nobody took a chance at that because I know. So what's funny about the mess, as you mentioned, it's the free zone basically, mm-hmm. like, in order for you to get into the real complex which is where the all the expos like the, the vendors and yeah. what's not are you have to show a badge and what's not but the mez is very known to be the free-for-all like if, if you really don't want but you get to see who's like huge groups nowadays yeah. like marvel like 15 like story tall like i have a picture of the stormtroopers and the 501s and the mercs like Oh, they're in the Star giant Wars. staircase, and there's just yeah, the giant off. staircase, yeah. and I forgot who. There's actually two. I, I call them primary photographers. They're known to be always there, uh, and and they they really direct all the cosplayer and all the photographers to like line up, and and he's the one that actually sometimes organize them to like okay, if you're a Joker or DC, we're doing a big DC group. You want to be part of it go line up on, on the stairs and everything. And mm-hmm. you, know, you got like a lineup of like 25 to 30 people trying to get a shot in and, and, and what's not. And, 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 and it's, it's fun. Um, but I'm surprised like you didn't get a chance to advertise or, or anything because I know for a fact, there's about, I would say 10 people that would advertise like a reduced price and actually have sometimes a full, all their strobes out and everything. And I'm looking at them like, I would never do because <laughs> uh, i was flying i didn't bring any strobes i just brought like an external flash and i think um uh, because i wasn't known and um yeah i don't 
I advertise pretty high, I guess, compared. Yeah. Which is fair. Which is fair. Yeah. Like I've I've spoken about. Well, if you have certain pedigree, there's certain works that comes into with it. Mm-hmm. It's like you get what you paid for too, right? Yeah. It's like that. That's the not. No, that's the normal thing like you you buy a bmw you buy a mercedes like it's questionable obviously (laughs) to each of their own taste and everything but you know duration and what's not and like that's what you get for that particular type of car and same thing with photography try to get try to get a fiverr photographer out and you'll 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 get you'll get what it is for the editing and what's not and that comes full full circle because like for example, one of the you're offering in Edmonton is a, um, if it's person, it's a particular set piece that you offer rather than just a regular photo shoot, right? Yeah, it's more like so, styled kind of session thing, right? Yeah. So how did that come about? Um. So that I'm finding that I'm more like, I know throughout my journey with cosplay, it's all always, especially a lot of it has been TFP. Um. Mm-hmm. But it's all been if I'm doing TFP, then the I'm challenging myself in some way. So What's maybe TFP? it's like, uh, for... yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> trade for print. Uh, yeah. okay. So if I'm doing a, a, like working for free with bunny ears, um, mm-hmm. then I'm challenging myself with like, oh, we're shooting in a pool, which I've never shot in a pool. Um, or we're going to the lake and then we have mm-hmm. sand and we have to use the reflector. Um, or there was a particular one uh, with uh, Canadian comic cutie and she had this ice queen part of her. She does always like a lot of uh, days till like Halloween or Christmas. And so she did the ice queen and it was just like, so Hollywood glam. And I was like, Oh my God, we need to try out hard lighting. Cause I'm kind of a lighting geek now. <laughs> and well, hard I remember your first theme. Like that's what pushes me to the, to, to my poor wallet. Once again, that I've got a, yeah. a, a gazillion times. <laughs> Not I'm, I have no regret of, of buying new equipment and, and stuff like that. It just, yeah. Like, <laughs> It's just like it's I, I I honest to God, it's I started with the pocket camera and then after that I went for oh a crop camera and I said to myself, like I'm just gonna bring it just because I like quality and like after that it's like down to the rabbit hole. Oh, what lens type? And after that I need a proper flash and after that what's a prime lens? I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah. okay, what's a full frame? It's like, okay. I'm like uh two bodies okay <laughs> i'm like yep. it's just endless <laughs> so the stylized yeah. so you are a you so you like strobes you like strobes you like lighting. I, yeah you like... i love lighting especially now i'm like geeking really hard on, on lighting <laughs> that's odd like so i recently did i invited a um a red deer cosplayer to come up uh and so which is always like, oh my God, you came, you drove all the way up to come see me and to shoot with me. That's awesome. Uh, so he had Mando. And so, and then he made IG 11 for his son. And, and like, it was just on like the Edmonton cosplayers Facebook group. And, and so I messaged him and I was like, cause I like, I saw it and I was like, immediately I thought in light and I was like, oh, two colors, red, yellow. And then we'll add like a thing in the front and they'll have pop and like, we'll have so much shine of color and, I'm really happy that it came up. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it's really hard to articulate. Like I have this light in my head, and you're like, "That sounds crazy." <laughs> well, well, for those for those who would like to to see the actual picture, it's on your website. It's actually yeah. the third picture from the slider. Oh yeah, in the uh, little carousel. Yep. Yes, 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 yes. 
Uh, and it's an interesting concept of lighting, and that's that's the rabbit hole that you get in. It's yep. like you have to shine in a particular way. So basically, it's basically on both sides. You got yellow, well, orange on one side, red on one side, depending on the reflection that you get, and you drop your, um, and obviously the lens is a factor too. So you can mm-hmm. use um, your aperture to get the proper texture and, and what's not. But this is kind of the play where you. For cinemat- cinematographers, it's a bit easier because the fact that you have huge strobes coming out and which you can play with the lights and everything. But for yeah. photographer, if you don't, strobes cost. So I go on the cheap side. I go with flashes instead. But yeah. even with that, yeah, you know, when you put the gel and you do trial and errors with it, and you eventually get into the sense of where the directions of the light needs to, to shine yeah. in order to get in everything. And like... It, it does fit the theme and, 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 and that you achieve and everything. And it's super, super... Oh, and there's also Grogu. Grogu. Uh, yeah. That, that was, yeah, nec- that was necessary. <laughs> He's a bit more in shadows. I should have had another light. I don't have another light, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, could, could use your iPhone, I guess, at, at some point. Oh, but, um, that wouldn't work with the strobes, though, unfortunately. I know, I know. Yeah. Unfortunately. But yeah, it's it's a different definitely a different way to shoot. And mm-hmm. so as a photographer, you have to adjust what you're what you're telling like your cosplayers and your models like, okay, we're gonna nail the lighting first and then we can so you can just kind of relax. And then of course you have some local cosplayers who are just like amazing and you're doing light tests and they're just bringing it. <laughs> you're like, dang. <laughs> I was not ready. <laughs> I was not ready. You're giving me magic already. <laughs> yes, yes. Do you understand what's a test shoot? It's like, <laughs> I think they have a lot of confidence that I'll just nail it. <laughs> That's also scary half the time. It's like it's like I'm just gonna move. Like no 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 wait 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 wait. <laughs> That's also my struggle with like professional models too or like influencers. Like I know my position. Like that's not that's not a partnership at that at, at a certain point and everything. And and that's also sometimes trouble uh, a lot of other photographers too. It's like mm-hmm. you know you're the directors. They it's a partnership with the actor and the director. That's why good movies happens. And yeah. when one person go off rails, then that's where everything falls through. Or mm-hmm. it can happen both ways. It's when, uh, for example, when photographers don't show the work or get feedback from the, the the actual cosplayer and what's not. Then after that, it's like, well, that's no good neither. And, uh, and, and you also need the other way too, where it's like the cosplayer needs to know what, are what's the photographer's thinking and, and what's not so yeah it, it goes both ways um communication yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, how hard is it to bring your stroke or your lights and all your equipment like in the in the field and everything which is something that i don't do quite often um got that prairie advantage where a lot of our land I is know. flat <laughs> I know. um that's one, one thing that i really envy is like i see all these forests <laughs> Forest theme and, and what's not, and I know uh, uh, half a dozen of my cosplayer here in Montreal would love that. I'm like, yeah, you know how big strobes are, and <laughs> like it's not yeah. easy to travel. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm kind of a pack mule, and I'm just like, oh, let's load up a backpack. And uh, I have a friend who who's lent me some smaller lights that have a built-in battery, so that's really nice to not be lugging around a giant battery anymore. <laughs> that's super good. Yeah. Uh, do you only work with strobe or do you also work with um, like the flashlight, like the heavier flashlights? Uh, so, so I have a Godox 8200. So that's a bit more portable. 
so that would be like what she's kind of borrowed but the like the no name kind of brand of that yeah okay yeah but no, mostly it's actually bringing studio heads to the forest and <laughs> what, to the beach <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah oh wow Okay. Yeah, I have like a 51 inch that's an umbrella. And so it, it's it's quite light. I wanted the 60 because my, my, my classroom studio has that. But that one actually is like impossible to set up really easy. But my 51 does well. Because <laughs> okay. you need counterweights. Well, you need sandbags to, or else something's going to tip, no? Yes, sandbags. And, and I love how we have the culture in photography where their models will bring their friends as a safety thing. And then I'm like, can you just hold this, please? I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah. uh we call we call them mules <laughs> or assistants yeah. whichever assistance always assistance yeah well, so. well i that's the that's a good way I, I i was participating what's funny is like i got invited um to be an assistant to a cosplayer to two mm -hmm. cosplayers um uh valky designs and uh, x boss bot uh they were doing a geshen impact and, but they were already hi hired two other photographers who mm -hmm. they work very closely with, um, with, and I was the the pack mule, yeah, uh, which I didn't mind because I've done that before, and and I don't mind being butler mule body. Well, and you're gonna learn pack. so much from it. So, well, yeah, that yeah. and and what what they learned from me is how I got my my nickname Ninja from is I start BTSing and I had my own professional camera and everything, and I. I sent like a very quick edit of what I've done and on video and like within two hours, they use that as highlight reel, whatever there is. And like, I betcha on the flip side, when you have something that's, you know, your friend and everything, they're not thinking about doing that for as an extra mm -hmm. creative purpose for both, both sides of the coin, for both for the photographers, both for the cosplayers and in order to advertise themselves and, and what's not. And then it adds to the creativity and it adds also the value that they're, that everybody's bringing is like that's how much effort and 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 work that the cosplayer needs to do and in, in terms of booking and and that's also on the photographer's side on like okay you see all this but you know how much coordinations and and what's not and you uh, and, and and what's not and everything and i love yeah. contributing to that because everybody needs to know where to, where the value comes in and it's not so easy uh and and what's not and that that's also adds justification on how much you charge, how much I charge, and, and what's not, too. So that's always yeah. fun. I'm very uh, lucky. Uh, I have a friend at Carly Bombshell, and so she's been doing a lot of uh, BTS work for me. And mm -hmm. it, it does. It adds so much value. And it's and it's so, like, it's awesome to see after, like, you finished all the editing, and then you have, you, you're merging all this BTS footage and creating some more video. And, like, it just ties everything up in a nice little, little bow. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Especially like it, it gives a lot of appreciation from the A to Z uh, uh, process uh, mm -hmm. of everything. Similar to weddings, like and everything, like like why do wedding photographers charge so much? Because we're really, really stressed for the entire day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it pays for my scotch bottle at the end of the night. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's. I often have. It's <laughs> so I, I get to teach uh photography in high school and oftentimes my students like they'll be like oh and then my my parent or my uncle wants to do a wedding and then i'm like okay so this is gonna this is like going through the gauntlet of everything that will go wrong 
<laughs> is going to go wrong. You just need to be zen about it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You cannot control the weather. You cannot control the people. You cannot control a lot of stuff. You yeah. have to deal with it. But you have to be very adaptive and start uh, learning as you go. Uh, have plan A to F or Z at, at, at this point yeah. in order to do what it is and not only that it, it nothing technically can go correctly even few days before the wedding or or what's not neater like your assistant could fall ill or what's not yeah on wood or, <laughs> and, 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 and what's not and then there goes your game plan and you have to have the gazillion backup and and what's not too it's like a, a, your camera could, could malfunction and you hope not and do you and Welcome to the wedding game. <laughs> yep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> anything got, can go wrong. <laughs> anything can go wrong. And it's like, that's why I like, oh, the safety of cosplay and portrait photography. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so as a cosplay photographer, what were your learning curve to get where, to where you are? Um. So did you want more like, like a history of what I've done or no like highlight reel because 10 years is kind of a lot so you probably packed like one or two essentials oh like gear oh okay one or two essentials of what I've learned oh goodness um gear is a different not our topic and we're not gonna get into that that's like a whole episode (laughs) I'm not gonna start uh, yeah and and that's not good for audio it's more like you you gotta show how blurry or how non-blurry or a Sigma or Tamron or native lens. Yeah. Not <laughs> I'm going to start a Sony versus Nikon war. Oh, God, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think I think uh, like most people, when they start photography, it's all more like the lifestyle. And then they kind of get confident and dabble in the weddings. Um, I don't know. I, I take photography more as like a creative release and so more of an art. So I think. I wasn't satisfied with lifestyle and wedding for a very long time. And then like, so I've been doing it for a long time, but then I also like had to go back to school and yeah. Um, goodness. Gets a tough one. <laughs> Some highlights, not doing weddings for a while. That was awesome. I know for like at one point I worked <laughs> in, a, in a photo lab. And so I got to see so many, that was definitely a highlight. So this was like, I've worked there twice once when film was still a thing. Uh, which you can imagine leads to many stories. Um, and then once digital became more popular. But I mean, Phil is making a comeback. Like well, It is, yeah. Still, there's still a uh, few places that you can get a 35 millimeter um, a camera with film and everything. Actually, yeah. one of my friends here in Montreal have a whole bunch of, of cameras with films. Uh, she, she works with a camera store, actually. Uh, oh, there you store, go. She gets that discount for processing. Yeah, yeah, for processing and what's not. Mm -hmm. And she gets really giddy. She actually published a a photo album for her adventures in uh, Cuba. She she brought a film camera instead of a digital one. So she really needed to point and shoot and one shot, one kill type of ordeal, which I can never get back to. (laughs) Yeah, there's no spray and pray. (laughs) No, no. Yeah. So I think like a lot of my cosplay growth has been associated with becoming uh, like a high school photography teacher. I teach other things, but like my, my favorite is getting to teach students uh, photography. Basics. 
the basics, basically? Yeah. So we do have uh, kind of like, we have two studio setups. And then in our one room, we set up a neon wall this year, <laughs> which well, I'm so excited. We, we, we haven't had any clients yet, but we'll be getting some. It'll be, it'll be pretty awesome. Um, you should yeah. advertise that to the fashion ones. Like anybody that does like studies in fa- fashion, it would be very useful for them to take the neon wall. Uh, as another creative process yeah it's it's hard my my classroom isn't in edmonton so it's it's a commute <laughs> so not a, so i have a studio that i that i rent in in the city okay yeah <laughs> um but yeah so being a teacher and then like uh, so pretty much you had to learn more in order to better explain to your students like what is happening on the technical side because i'm more of the pretty pretty uh, <laughs> and then yeah, and then so with cosplay, like every every shoot being a challenge, learning something new, mm. just kind of led to here where I'm now kind of focusing a lot more on like more fantasy type stuff because there's a lot more so like now, now it's more like your creative side. It's like I want to do this, I want to do that. And, yeah, well, I've always been really picky with which cosplay shoots that I do, especially okay. just because I'm a teacher. I only have so much time, and that's mm. why I I can't do like 20 30 photos also because i love photoshop too much <laughs> that would be oh. hours oh my god <laughs> yeah i'm totally the opposite i would not take photoshop unless i absolutely necessary <laughs> but I, I that's why i'm really appreciated for half this like i know how to get to the look that you've created yeah because you can replicate that through lightroom that's like i'm not gonna kid myself you need the layers and the layers and the layers of, of in order to achieve that but yeah. i i i can't sit i i've done the sitting on on the layers portion mm-hmm. before and like i i won't repeat it again like, that's fair it, it's everyone has a different style right and that's yeah of course what makes me happy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it is a very good like it's an awesome finished product that, and oh, it's what, what people people pay for and like you want the high-end f- fantasy almost mimicking what you see from the sfx of the tv and yeah. the theater and everything well mm-hmm. that's it right you won't be able to achieve that on a regular meal um just like room and what's not like there's stretching the possibility but after yeah. there's going beyond that and, and what's not um so teaching at school and everything that's one of your growth in order to phrase it in a proper way and also making sure that well you're the teacher right you cannot not know something or exactly yeah and if you get really like geeky and excited about something then they're gonna get more excited about it too yeah yeah and you you also become more reliable and like and they'll be more interested into what you say because the fact that you're the one that's knowledgeable and be able to answer their questions and everything yeah Uh, well it's not um that's one got any more highlight reels um yeah, so I joined the Professional Photographers of Canada. So wow. they like, so you can join them at like an observer, observer level and then uh, you can become an accredited member. Uh, so that is, you have to submit 10 images of a specific like theme, for example, like uh, pets or like canine or um, like model portfolio. I did mine for fantasy illustration. Okay. Um, and so a lot of that came again, like, the teaching, it's so like, it's just so connected. Um, so you get like in, in Montreal, you guys probably actually know about it. So there's this whole Canada that we call it like the Olympics for CTS, which is career and technology studies. So it's 
a bunch of challenges based on different trades. And so there is one for photography and okay. my skill, my school is like a huge skill school. Like my other, like my co-teachers are crazy talented and they keep winning stuff. And I'm like, I want to win too. <laughs> Cause of course we want our students to win. Right. Almost. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of like a uh, big bang theory. It's like doctor, 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 professor. <laughs> right. <You're> like, oh. <laughs> So I joined I joined the the PPOC the Professional Photographers of Canada because uh, the the way that they judge my skill students is based on their criteria and so I was like hey so if I want my students to get you know better and if I want to help them get better then I need to get better to what you know they I need to teach the test <laughs> that sounds bad no <laughs> I need to figure out what they're looking for right. Yeah, so definitely, like, there was a huge, big period of growth there because they are super into, like, very technical. Like, I learned what spectral highlights were, which I don't think I probably ever really would have dived deep into <laughs> before. Um, yeah, well, so that was probably another big one. Uh, that actually pushed you to the boundary to learn more on the technical side and the yeah. differences uh, because I never knew... That there's actually like big well no i knew about big awards like obviously like for you know na national Geog geographic and what's not and mm -hmm. they have their own categories and what's not but on the creative side it's the i it's kind of like the grammys and the emmys and what's not it's like one taste to the other and you have a judge that has passed judgment is like mm -hmm. kind of iffy on that but it's, it's nice hard to, yeah yeah, it's hard and it's also demoralizing if you just if this is your passion and this is what you want to do, having like Gandalf up there and judging you or and and what's not, it's kind of like harsh and, and that mm -hmm. thing. That's why I like prefer um, the fact uh, a a lot of my peers like uh, your work or my work and what's not. And after that, you got clients that likes your work and that wants to uh, buy in on you and everything. And that to me, it's a bit more fulfilling but with the accreditation it also adds not just being the top of the top but also you got a learning process out of it which is something that's also essential too when when you take a test for example it's like what do you, what do you gain on it just for the just to so you can get a little paper that says like i passed and yeah <laughs> or did you actually get something very more valuable out of that and it's good that you actually got to test out a few things that was part of the curriculum in order to get there. And that actually um, brought in a different type of process and, and what's not. So that's super, that's super good uh, at mm -hmm. least in terms of structure and everything. Yeah. Every, everyone's going to get something different from joining like a photography organization. For me, it was, mm -hmm. I can get the best like professional development, the best PD that is like directly related to what I teach, which is phenomenal. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Um... Yeah, a, a little so, bit about the skills because I yeah. I focused on photography, so it, it is like it's all trades. So it's like carpentry, automotives, uh, Cosmo. So like hairstyling is in that too. It's mm -hmm. it's huge. I think in Quebec it's pretty big too. You guys have some good uh, high school competitors, and then yeah, I never heard of them. That's the weird part, right? Oh. So I only know one. Okay, so for. I know this particular episode is going to be passed on in Alberta, in the prairies and what's not. Yeah. Um, so in Quebec, we go into grade 11 only, whereas the rest of Canada goes up to grade 12. 
Yeah. In after grade eleven, you what you go is community something that's similar to community college, what we call here as CJA. You can take a two-year program to do pre-university. So this is basically an extended grade 12 if people want to, uh, to like to suffer, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, and that, or you take three years worth of CJEP to get a trade, more or less. Okay. Um, so you could get... There are some artsy-like departments. So basically, you can have... Um, Basically, uh, one one trade is media, so you get to learn about uh, radio doesn't do much anymore. Um, TV photography and photography, they actually give you the black and white one, so you can learn about the colors and contrasts and your lights. Oh, nice! Um, there are also uh, a three year for programming and information system and what's not. That is not as strong as as a university degree, but it gets you on your feet if you really want to bail out on schooling after your three-year technical skills and what's not. Um, and then after that, if you can take those three years and go to university after. Uh, some courses might get accredited and you can like have a, a lighter shift and everything. And after that, we also have different schools. For example, you mentioned LaSalle. For example, that that's a more a, one of the more popular ones. Um, so speaking of it, uh, for sc- real school, like that's recognized by the government, mm-hmm. and what's not, um, Dawson is the only CJEP that I know that actually has a very strong photography or media media and craft type uh, and artsy. That like, I think after their two years, they um, get into this particular show call our vernissage which is where you demonstrate what you've learned throughout the entire year you go into a gallery and you invite your peers and your teachers and what's not to take a look at what you've done so far and be uh as your trait and everything oh that's um, awesome uh that that's the only one that I, I i consider competition like i would say and everything yeah but beyond that like especially you know youtube and like online classes <laughs> yeah at $60, like, uh, uh, from a gazillion influencers or photographers that has 100K followers and what's not. Mm-hmm. It, 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 I, I feel like the, 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 it doesn't mean that the competition is not strong. It's just, like, it's a bit on a plateau where, like, everybody that has a digital camera that has 2K worth of Sony products probably can pass it off at yeah. a certain point. And, and, and which I think, well... I'm scratching off 2020 because everybody's scratching off 2020 as a year. Yep, didn't uh, exist. But pro- nope. <laughs> prior to that, uh, I, I think that we were lacking an, uh, an authentic platform to actually sh- show everybody's chops, like as a unifying f- format where like, you know, you go to a gallery that's open to students that wants to get recognized that, you know, and, and stuff like that instead of like having um, judges and what's not. Because I mm-hmm. was part of... Um, Somebody contacted me from Raw Artists, and apparently it's an organization that's "quote unquote" recognized internationally. So their headquarters is actually in California. Yeah. Um, and uh, they did two shows throughout the year, or three shows. I forgot. I was stuck in the winter one, so I had to had the the big fur coats and what's not. Um, but it was actually interesting when I actually presented it because the fact that I never printed, I was always in a digital age and what's yeah. Not. And it becomes a different 
oh, I actually need to get business cards. Okay, I never had to deal with this before. Yeah, <laughs> kicking it <laughs> up a notch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The other has like, oh, I gotta have tables. I gotta, you know, and I look around me. It's like people with their paintings and what's not. And oh, yeah. Uh, hi guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I didn't know. laughs> and there's there's something like as a photographer so empowering to to get to go into a show and they're they're so rare. Um, yeah, and getting to actually see your work, you know physically printed and like on a wall where everyone can ooh and ah yeah and not <laughs> prior just not to just your magazine did you print yours <laughs> prior to ma- the magazine that you published did you print your stuff um so i a lot of the cosplayers like they obviously they went to like calgary expo edmonton expo and they would sell prints so we definitely saw mm-hmm. it that way um and then yeah i, I submitted to some american cosplay magazines okay. yeah so but we did you get ever... some stuff in print but did you ever print like just randomly because you really like the outcome of the work and just keep it as a private portfolio and, and what's not? Yeah. So especially if, if I got really excited about like the lighting or something, I'd, I'd print to see what it looks like. And I think for all photographers, you definitely should do that because uh, the way our screens are backlit, like, oh boy, <laughs> it's very different than when you actually, you know, see it in person. You're like, oh, I, I need to start bending my curves. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> best recommendation that I ever had is all monitors are not made the same in their RGB and the Adobe spectrum. Mm-hmm. And I've been criticized a lot of time with my monitors. Uh, I I don't have a bad monitor. It's just that it's not a monitor made for photography and print. Yeah. Um, and that actually does make a difference in your colors. I like I edit. I think it's fine after that somebody shows shows me on their like iPhone. Uh, or our Android phones that's more optimized and go, I'm I'm a different tint on when it comes out. I'm like, oops, okay. So now I have I go into really paranoid mode. Three monitors, three different types. Try yeah. to not scan. going pro photo ever again. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And for the for the magazine it's it's also challenging because you're pushing it to CMYK. And so um I find that like if images are too dark, like I, I have to lighten it because I just know it's just going to be printed as a big muddy mess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is not going to make anyone feel good about themselves. <laughs> no, no. And this is, as an editor-in-chief, that's like the finicky stuff that you have to think of before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my Canadian printer at Kid Remington, he's been fantastic, uh, especially for like that first issue. Um, I kind of sent him some different stuff and he, he mailed uh, different files back so we really tried to work on the color and the paper and what was going to look good the second print uh, no the third print no because the first two prints was the american one blurb yeah so i, I was talking about uh for cosplay double double yeah okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. kind yeah. of the, the the pre getting it getting it ready to actually go out into the world oh, okay, okay yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the first proof because yeah Test <laughs> proof of concept. This will work. <laughs> yes, because nobody has printers these days. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. So we're just like, oh yeah, how does printing work again? Okay, I gotta yeah. go with my USB stick. And, yeah. <laughs> Sending it staples won't work for this. <laughs> no. no, no, no. Thankfully, like here in Quebec, like I think uh, we have two major um photo store that actually does high quality print uh, obviously mm-hmm. you know going to the cost part but it's a nice thing to see like live and, and as a photographer as you mentioned it's a good thing to to know to see and to experience to actually see something in print even though it's like you can do a normal print like an eight by 
10, for example. I printed bigger. I have sort yeah. of a semi-regret because now I have a problem with storage. Uh, but yep. beyond that, like <laughs> seeing it and everything. You ever p- try to print something in metallic paper? Oh my God, that's my favorite. Okay. <laughs> so when we were setting up the magazine, um, I that was one, that was my first question to to Kid Remington. I was like, can we get a metallic cover? Like that would be so sweet. Um, but we, we do, he didn't have enough in stock, which is, which is fair. Cause that's, it's so niche. <laughs> but will you bring it back as a limited edition? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. That'd be I, good, like, I would, issue. cause I got suckered into it like one time when I was doing that, that particular show, I was shopping around, um, print, print shops. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I think, as a photographer, be, even though you want to be picky about showing your your greatest hits and everything, yeah. But when when you reach five years, six years, and in your case, ten years, your greatest hits spans a long time. And within a year, for example, you probably have twenty, ten or twenty good, big greatest hits from that particular years of album, and that just turns into like, oh, now I have. 100 pictures that would like yeah. show people <laughs> that's the problem yeah. both yeah. to my wallet uh, but so going back like I found this particular printer and printing dimensions is different from um, from exporting from Photoshop and Lightroom yeah. because it's different metrics on how you print and also for the um, graphic artists it's also different print too uh, and what's not, and they suggested like, you know what? Because uh, I wanted in matte or or, or at, a, at a particular, and they, they suggested me the metallic. I'm like, there's metallic paper. I was like, yeah, there's metallic paper. You want to try? Sure. How much is it? And it ends up being a bit pricey, but the finish, the reflection, and everything looks so interesting. Good. Yeah, it's, it's really good. If you if you if you needed your top like. If, if you really need to make like 20 selection and they're your greatest grace it's ever it's very yeah. highly suggested to be put up but my suggestion to you would be if you're going to make a limited edition like reprint or whatever there is mm-hmm. or make it like i don't know uh so cosplay double double four issues a year right yeah so we're just quarterly because i don't think i could do more <laughs> with, no. with my job i think it would just be too much <laughs> It corres- yeah, it corresponds to like when school breaks are. <laughs> <laughs> Except for right now. September 30th is not a break, but that's okay. <laughs> no. uh, but uh, with that in mind, you could technically push out a limited edition reprint that comprise of all the four issues. And, uh, and you can do if you can reprint the first picture, first cover on metallic print. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> Jill, you're now you're you're just trying to cost me money now. <laughs> no, it's the, it's it's the people that buying is gonna that's gonna do. <laughs> but that's why it's limited edition, right? Yeah. <laughs> it is a good idea. It is a good. It, it is a good idea. I'm tr- I'm looking for paper to write that down, and I'm I'm unsuccessful. <laughs> I just don't want to be tippy tapping on my keyboard while recording. This. <laughs> it is a good idea. Uh, so let's end it off with what are you working on now on your photography work and what's not? Um, so 
recently like so pretty much uh, like once every two months i like to have like a studio day um where i'll like have a play client preferred and then i'll get to shoot with uh, at carly bombshell uh and then we'll do something just completely random because i had a lighting idea <laughs> that kind of thing so something a little bizarre um so the last thing that i did i did uh just, i just was like i have light and dramatic movie um, moody lighting and then i was like you know posing is really hard like that is where we really work and i was like what if i can find someone who can pose themselves a dancer oh my god so i think i contacted like oh. three local dancers and i probably sounded insane <laughs> <laughs> please look at my work. I have this lighting idea. I need someone who can pose and do like focus on movement and light and it's going to be really moodier. Um, and so one girl <laughs> did say yes. Thank goodness. She must've looked through and been like, okay, no, no, that person's on the level. <laughs> and yeah. So the stuff that I got from that, it, it's just so creatively satisfying. Uh, my favorite, I, I think I've posted like a BTS reel, like a yes. summary reel. And then I posted like the yep. one, my favorite shot the and, one she she jumped right yeah and she kind of is creating this diamond pattern with her body mm -hmm. so i was like hey, we're gonna have like this on top we're gonna we're gonna have red on top and then a purple kick and then we're gonna have um a highlight from the back kind of showing off where your tummy is to you know to separate you from the background um but it's kind of evil is there an evil pose and that's what it's like purple and reds um and so that's the pose that she came up with so it was like a true collaboration where this is the scenario what can we do with it yeah so that was really okay. fun <laughs> so it was the jump it was the jumping well you had the 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 strobe and the umbrella up on 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 the top side yeah it's overhead and, uh, yeah it's the overhead and uh you're what's um on that particular pose she wasn't jumping but you also have another one that also jumped this one was more like her back's curve like on, on a, like on a oh the standing yeah. one yeah yeah that, that, there was a the, your bts shows the standing one mm -hmm. on your web page shows like a jumping one uh, jump shot yeah. and stuff um next time you're here though i have a whole bunch of dancers that probably book you game because <laughs> 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 I, I, I partner with a dance studio uh oh, julia nice. triple e i usually shoot with her too like on the outside and she's always game and one on one of my podcasts i mentioned the fact that i usually partner up with her each time she changed her hairstyle and I think I've I've uh, shot at least six different sets with different hairstyle and hair color. Yeah. Uh, which is the fun part. But yeah. she's also a headmaster and owner of at least two different types of studios. Oh, nice. Um, she owns her own studio and after that, there's different divisions. Yeah. And, so she's and living that. and breathing it. Yeah. Yeah. And after that, her, her other teachers and students also are uh, more or less game to do like whatever there is. But I also find it they're not the easiest to pose neither because they're really particular with their feet and their hands. Yes. It's a double-edged sword, from that, I would say. <laughs> it's all about their stamina. So for that particular shot, we I think we did about seven jumps, seven or eight, oh, okay. just to make sure that it was perfect and that she was happy. So at that particular moment, I was like, man, why aren't I tethering? <laughs> that would have been awesome, but I wasn't at the time. <laughs> yeah. So that's awesome. So what's coming up with cosplay double double? Anything? Or it's just more uh, themes? More themes? Yeah, so we have the um uh, oh like I've killed my keyboard, so I can't even like research and look like I know what I'm saying. 
right now, deadlines for September. Yeah, the, the end of September. So it's coming up fast. Uh, we do have quite a few submissions and some really awesome ones. That's awesome. So I'm looking forward to that. And then, yeah, driving right into winter. Uh, when the winter, winter kicking, usually? Um, so I like to give myself like a two week break after putting a magazine together, <laughs> kind of like a, okay, that's done. I can stop thinking about it for a little bit. <laughs> a deserved break. <laughs> yeah. Cause it is, it's, it's usually like I sit down for eight hours on a Saturday. And I'm like, and let's make this magic happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that one, I know, uh, the one particular theme, like I'm hope in my brain, I think it's going to be amazing if it happens, but it, it might the, the fire and ice yeah it's either gonna go like stellar or i might not get enough submissions and yeah we might have to go a little different i'm hoping because like wouldn't that aesthetically be really awesome like ice and then fire ice and fire yeah my number one request <laughs> with most of your themes actually is mm-hmm. i want to revisit them oh. eventually yeah so y- you probably heard on one of my podcasts where because of your first theme, which is the neon one, right? Yeah. I, I drove myself into a rabbit hole with that. And I started studying the neon lights and, and what's not. And it's not like I never did it before. It's, yeah. uh, so my, my first submission was with Fleur Cosplay, who did Nana from My Heroes Academia. Mm-hmm. And what we did uh, was we used um, the reflection uh, so you've been at the the mez of yeah. uh, the, the, the of the convention. The mez is on the top floor, but on the ground floor is where what we call the the Palais des Congrès. On the bottom floor, there's a whole bunch of uh, glass windows that are different colors. Yeah, it's beautiful. So at nighttime, if you go pretty close to it, you get different colors out of it, and that's actually what I use to get the neon oh. lights. Oh, so we were sneaky. actually that's going good. around. <laughs> So I'm primarily a street photographer. I'm not a studio photographer. Yeah. I hate studio because it's just <laughs> rabbit hole to, to me. And it's very hard to comprehend lighting because you don't have, you have, you need to create your own lights, right? Yeah. You don't get buildings to be your acting shadow, mm-hmm. put your particular position here. Now you're using your, your backdrop as, 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 as an element and everything, and, and everything yeah. Yeah. which is, which is weird for a technical person to get into that. That's easier than being in a studio. So you is one half stop here, one on 64 here, yeah. angles. <laughs> like I go Steve Urkel and I'm good. Uh, no, unfortunately that does not work for me. And it's, <laughs> it's more, more paid for me. But so that particular cosplay. So when I was discussing it with Fleur, Florence, um, the idea on doing the neon lights and, and everything, I go, okay, uh, it's August. Uh, let's go into the streets. And I say, I, I, I use an icon, and I love my icon, and I have a one point eight. That's my prime lens, so I can achieve pretty good low lights. And I'm gonna use the low lights of the streets and what's not as my neon quote unquote backdrop. Obviously, if I want to cheat, I would have went to an arcade, for example, and do neon yeah. which is much more easier. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but ever since then. Every theme that you ever had, I basically try to blend and go back and forth with it because, again, it's just what I mentioned at the beginning is like it, you, you as a cos, uh, cosplay photographer and, and an editor too, when you came up with the theme, it was like, oh, that's different from just cosplay and mm-hmm. 
and street photography that everybody reused the same alleyway and what's not. And I go, yeah. okay, this is interesting. I, especially the word tartan. I never knew that. Tartan, that's actually yeah. <laughs> I never knew what it, what it was until like, I, I had to Google and I go, oh, plate. Okay. <laughs> Dreams of plaid sounds weird. Dreams of tartan. That's, that's so much classier. <laughs> it's like Star Trek or is like Star Wars? <laughs> and like people, people are like, I don't know, no, think of the, the, fl- the flannel from a zombie or something. It's yeah. Like, oh, oh, okay. Then, but after that, people thought that was easy. I go, no, we don't only do zombies. And that's where uh, Rosie Stormborn, I go, I go to her, okay, I, I, I want to invite you into the studio. And this is the theme to be published, but I'm doing with lights too. So what we, what can we do with it? Oh, I have a nice dress that can go with it. Okay, what kind of dress? Uh, and show it to me. I was like, okay, bring your Sabrina the Teenage Witch. We'll bring the neon lights. Yeah. Bring the tartan too. I'll mash everything together. And here it is. Thank you for the selection. I never thought it would work. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that was an awesome set. <laughs> I love it. I mean, with, with the name of Veronica, of course, I'm going to be like a little biased towards anything Riverdale in Archie comic. <laughs> oh, so, so everybody that's out there, Riverdale, Archie, and what's not, think Veronica Mars, if you actually can get it. <laughs> you can't go in there. But going back to this, I know you're looking forward for the fire and ice. Yeah. But depending on the deadline, if we don't get the snow in, and Quebec mm-hmm. is weird by that particular uh you might it will depend on submission and everything and yeah uh policies like with, with and with the airbnb making a dime with the co- the staycation and what's not so that's yeah. a bit more harder I, I would say um and it also depends on the deadline because uh, i as a fam um, i do events and what's not like i do family portraits on that but that after that's like Family portraits is not cosplay unless I dress them up. Okay, now what? <laughs> yeah, the kid's going to yeah. love it for sure. It's like, <laughs> But yeah, do you think that you're going to bring back some of the themes? Just as a different edition? I could. And also to give opportunity. I definitely could, could yeah, especially for like the neon, because I think we could have got even more neon. It's just that was like, you know, the first time. The first, yeah. the first time. And again, it's a very niche specialize in niche market to actually deal with the niche the the, the concept and everything as i mentioned yeah. the cheat is go to an arcade neon's <laughs> blasting in front of you and that's where yeah. you find i took the different approach as i know that some streets in montreal do have neon slines mm-hmm. after nine so i use the low light i use the reflection and everything um obviously we're only in canada if you actually open up into the world, I feel very sorry because you all gonna get swallowed up by Tokyo and Japan because yeah. their streets <laughs> and their street photography where their neon signs twenty four hours you're gonna get engulfed by that. Vegas yeah. is one of them. Hong Kong is one of them. There's gonna be Canadians not gonna win this. <laughs> this <point. No. laughs> but as you mentioned, I I do look forward with the fire and ice. I probably could reproduce it, but probably not in time, depending on the backdrops and. And what's not? Uh, that's that's fair. You guys don't get snow as soon. We're probably gonna get like a speckle of snow in the next two weeks. So, oh no, it's not gonna stay. It's not gonna stay, but it's gonna be there, and you'll be like, oh, it's that time. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. Like, uh, but because I mean, that particular theme, I would normally reserve for 
for the photographers and cosplayers in Quebec, I would say it's much more achievable in January, February, where we get constantly some snow in which you can decide to do a staycation in a cabin yeah. or or if, like if you have a house with a, a fireplace, you can do that and and be cozy and what's not. But oh, must uh, be nice. <laughs> Just snow in January, February. Oh, well, <laughs> calm down now. Like. No, no, I chose to live here. So. <laughs> Ask your sister how things are. <laughs> yeah, she'll she'll have a different tune. Yeah. <laughs> well, with that, thank you very much for. for do you have any shoutouts that you want to do before we do a send off? Uh check my notes i mean besides the repeated cosplay double double mag yeah uh, go sub- go buy an issue buy an uh, issue w- <laughs> support your cosplayers support veronica support your <laughs> uh if you if you oh, like yeah, work, I'd, I'd, I'd love to, yeah i'd love to see the magazine grow more it's it yeah it's hard it's challenged to get that word out there during a pandemic when we can't all be photographing yeah <laughs> But we're in the digital age, so we're trying to uh, project as much as possible. In this, well, that's how a thing goes viral, as hopefully. Yeah. Um, but it is an awesome addition, especially you know North American, uh, Canadian being Canucks. Uh, yeah. For that particular aspect. Um. So shout out we to do... possibly double. Yeah, we do amazing work here in Canada. We. Yes. Yeah. Highlight us. <laughs> yes. righty then. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you for having me. It was a blast. And boom, you have reached the end of the Chronicles of the Event Ninja. Thank you very much. Now, if you be so kind, you can follow me on Instagram at, at shotbygl, on Twitter at shotbygl514, and also do not forget to visit any of the links that I've put on the show notes in terms of mentions or from my guests itself. And I will see you next time. Thank you.